You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coach Hopkins here. Um, just a heads up, Quade had an academic uh, conflict, so he will not be here today. It's just going to be Coach Hop. I don't have a player today for you. I apologize for that. So uh, please raise your hand if you have a question, and we'll get started. Percy, go ahead. Awesome. Uh, to all you, Mike, you're the main man today. Great. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just wondering about um, – Mr. Nate Roberts, um, obviously he leads you guys in rebounding. He's one of the Pac-12 leaders in rebounding. Just how, if you could talk about his importance on your team, considering um, your thinness there on the front line. He brings a ton of energy. He's our best offensive rebounder. Uh, he gets a lot of extra possessions. And he's, uh, you know, he's, he's one of the leaders on the team. And so when you lose him, you know, you, you don't have that leadership on the court. And We've got to do a better job protecting him. You know, we've, we've been doing a little bit of more of a matchup at some points where he gets in one-on-one -on -one situations, and we've got to do a better job, you know, figuring out how we can help him so we put him at less, you know, less chances of getting stupid fouls that get him on the bench. And then he's got to be more disciplined in his approach and, uh, you know, play the most disciplined type of defense he can without fouling for sure. So then um... – uh, if you could sort of take me through like the calculus that, that you have to make, uh, like the quick math or calculations, you know, when like he gets into the early foul trouble like he did on Sunday, how do you weigh that? Well, you got we, we, we've been playing uh, him or you know, having him or Riley in the game. Uh, you know, we, we've, you know, with our, our new adjustments and we just wanted to have a, a big guy in the game at some point. And, uh, you know, the thing with, you know, being so early in foul trouble, you know, the calculation becomes, you know, you play Riley, you can't play Nate the rest of the half, and then Riley can't play for a long burst. You know, he's not, you know, he's a big a big kid. And we put Hamir in there, and then we were just really, really susceptible and small, and he was playing with a with a messed up thumb. And you just, you know, you're, you're put at a, at a disadvantage. And so we need to protect Nate. We need to have him in the game. He needs to play at least, you know, 20, 25 minutes a game. And that's where, you know, we can have Riley in for those 10 or 15 minutes. We got our big guy in there. Uh, they know what we do defensively, offensively. They got rhythm. They got confidence. And that's what we've been doing. But it's a hard calculation, Percy, for sure. It didn't happen in the first couple games. Uh, but, uh, you know, we just got to figure it out. And he's got to be better. And I think just this like, um, just then for Thursday, um, as you face Oregon State, they've also got a pretty good rebounder. They've they also play some zone there. So do you think um, having seen some zone on, on Sunday is going to help you on Thursday? I sure hope so. Uh, you know, we, we, it, after watching tape, we weren't as bad as I thought we were against the zone. There was some really good possessions. There just needs to be more consistent. When we got in the middle, we found the shooters and, you know, there was some decent parts there. Uh, the, the, the parts that were, were struggling are, like you said, Oregon state's got one of the best offensive rebounders in the country. Um, and, and Alatisha, and we've, we've got to, we've got to do a better job. There's, that's just a big focus on what we have to do. And, um, and so, 
you know, very similar to the last game. We got a defensive rebound and we can't put them on the foul line. That's that's a, that's going to be a non-negotiable. Awesome, Mike. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate All it. All right, Thank you. Lauren, go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Hop, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Um, you've talked uh, about the struggles with the interior defense. When you look at your interior defense, what are the concerns that kind of jump out to you? Oh, geez. Experience, foul trouble, um, you know, learning, you know, positional stuff. You know, there's, there's, you know, we, we just got to be better. There's got to be some type of resistance. The last three years, I think, in our league, we were number one, two, or three in two-point field goal percentage defense in the paint. And this year, I think we're last. And that's a huge part. And that that's also instincts and feel. And, you know, Nate's, a, you know, playing his first major minutes in a long time, Riley. Uh, they've been here, but those actual minutes and, and understanding, okay, is it a guard who gets it? Is it a big guy who gets it in a high post? And then understanding tendencies. That's a that's something that you can only get with experience. And we try to rep it and emulate it every day in practice. Um, and, you know, then it, then you get in the game and, you know, you got to defend without fouling, and that's hard uh, in a lot of different situations. So we've been trying to find ways where we can help them protect them how they can be proactive and then uh, others you know you're just going to be susceptible some, to some things that we don't want to happen you know with them you know trying to keep keep them out of foul trouble but we've got to try it and then with this team having gone through a lengthy losing streak how is it important is it now in this situation to kind of learn how to bounce back from a loss here well, we've, we've learned. I thought we've had some great moments bouncing back. Our biggest issue is, you know, early on it was finishing a couple of those games, you know, the, the, the Montana game and the Oregon game where we put ourselves in position to win. We started winning those close games against uh, Colorado and, and Utah. Uh, and, you know, we've proven that we've had it. We've just got to be consistent with it. And I think the biggest thing with this team is just, you know, you got to have a short-term memory. I mean, we're going to go down and, today in practice and go over some, you know, clean up some stuff where we had some slippage and, you know, get them refocused and, and, and ready to play against Oregon state. And you can't, you can't uh, wallow in the past. You can't, you just got to go forward and, and get better and uh, you know, prepare for the next opponent. And that's what we're going to do. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, hop. Good to see you. Nice to see um, you too, Chris. Yeah, I, I just wanted to follow up a little on Lauren, the, the short-term memory thing. Clearly, you guys have, have, have worked on that. But I wanted to follow up on, on the things we talked about on Sunday in terms of you, you talked about always having to bring the fight, having heart. You got you, you to always have those things. I understand that can change in the beginning of the season when you're working on chemistry and whatnot. But what, how do you work on that and address that in the middle of the season? It's hard. You know, you just, yeah, you got to compete and practice. You know, that's how you're going to know if you're going to do it. You know, you just got to compete, you know, and, and, you know, we've, you know, it's real interesting. It's just such a mindset thing. And, uh, you know, certain guys, you know, you just, I, I, you know, we've had great practices and we've come out in games since I've been here and have been awful. And we've had awful practices and we came out and we played our best game that we've played. Uh, actually the best game that we've ever played here. We had one of the worst practices ever, you know, and uh, it's just, it's the mindset and they've got to go out there and understand, 
you know, um, that the mindset that we had against Colorado or Utah, where even if we got down, we had poise and we, we executed and we made sure we battled on the glass on every possession. And especially in this last game, we were just, we got really small and they went big and we've got to, we've got to box out better. Uh, we've got to put bodies on better. We've got to go with rebounds with two hands, basic fundamental stuff. And sometimes in life, you know, the ball just doesn't bounce your way. Sometimes you go in, I was a player. Sometimes I went into a game and boy, I felt like I just couldn't hit the darn rim. Uh, seemed like everything, we, we, we finally hit a three and we step on the sideline out of bounds. We dribble off our leg. Like just sometimes that happens. But what we can't do is we can't sit there and feel sorry for ourselves or whatnot. You just, you know, we're going to learn a lot about ourselves today in terms of competitiveness. You know, it's, it's all how you respond. And um, that's what we'll be challenging today in practice. That's what we'd be doing the rest of the year, which we do anyway. And uh, we've just, you know, just got to keep getting up. Rocky Balboa. And I, you talked a little bit about, you know, rebounding being a focus, not fouling being a focus against Oregon State. What what else have you seen from, from this team, this Oregon State team, that's kind of maybe – representative of a, of a typical coach tinkle team and, and things that you think we should well, focus on. They, they, they don't turn it over. They're very good. Uh, you know, they, they manage the game. They've got a, a star player in Ethan Thompson, uh, who is a go-to guy for them. They've got great shooting and then they've got really good athletic. They're more athletic than they've been in the front line. Uh, that, but that those pose pose problems. But, you know, if you look at them, they're a really good three point shooting team. And, uh, you know, they, you know, they, they're, they're going to go to the offensive glass. You know, that's, that's, you know, they don't shoot a great percentage, but that's how they score a majority of their points is from the three-point line. And they're also good foul shooters, and they're, they've got one of the best offensive rebounders. So they're telling you how they're going to play. Now we're going to have to be able to take away the three-point shooters, which we've done a decent job at. And then when we do that, we're going to have to rebound. And, you know, teams will watch in our last game in terms of how they beat us, and that's what they're going to do. And we're going to have to have some – resistance against that we're going to have to be tougher we'll train it today in the next couple of days and you know hopefully we can go out there and execute thanks mike you're welcome dan Rayley, go ahead dan mike i was just curious uh your former players jalen noel jade mcdaniels and isaiah stewart have all made big moves lately in their pro careers to get into rotations are, are you following their progress and and i guess a question i would have if you had just one of those guys could you imagine the difference it might make well, all those guys are just special, you know, Matisse Thibel special, uh, you know, it's uh, gosh, uh, they're just, I do follow them. I don't watch a lot of the games. I'm, you know, you're immersed in what we're doing. I hear the coaches or our players talk about, you know, Jalen had 12 or 14 points the other night. Jade McDaniels has been in the rotation. Isaiah Stewart. I saw the face to face with Giannis. Uh, my son came home, my 16 year old and said, dad, look at Isaiah. He's, He's face to face with uh, the Greek freak, you know, and he didn't back down, Dad. He didn't back down. Oh, I love Isaiah, you know. And you're watching Jaden, then you're, you know, you're following Matisse, and you know, gosh, any of those guys would, you know, you you you'd take them all. And uh, and you know, I like our, our you know, our, our guys. We're just, you know, we we've had moments. Um, you know, we've we've got some good players, and we just need to, you know, you got to put it all together in a consistent. Uh, part every day but gosh any of those guys you would take in a heartbeat and you know if I was I dream a genie you go you know whatever she did and then it would it would appear uh, but 
you know, I'm, I'm excited about getting better today and having a great practice and getting ready for Oregon State for sure. Hey, Hob, thanks for the time. Yeah, Andy. Um, so I just wanted to know uh, if there was any updates on Hamir's status before Oregon State. You know, uh, he obviously, he was, he was his thumb. He's been getting treatment. Um, uh, he got treatment yesterday a couple of times. We had a day off, so we'll see how it is today. Awesome. But no yeah. updates, sorry. Yeah, yeah, definitely, gotcha. Um, and then another thing, uh, you know, against Wazoo, it seemed like one of those games where Quade was really trying to force things and make things happen. Uh, what do you talk to him about after games like that uh, to try and get him, uh, you know, back in, in the right uh, headspace and everything? I think the biggest thing is just being poised. You know, sometimes, you know, he does it in the, you know, for the betterment or thinking of the betterment of the team. And, you know, we'll, we'll show some film today where, you know, when we got in the paint, you know, when we kicked out and found the shooters, we had some great success. And when we tried to force a little bit too much in there and take some tough shots, we didn't. And, uh, you know, the game is contagious. And once there's a bad shot or a force, usually there's another one. And then there might be a breakdown down here. And then just like when we were down, gosh, we were down 12 to two. We, we took the lead in about how, how, how many possessions, three or four, just off of getting in, kicking it out, finding the guys, having a rhythm. When it seems like when you play like that, there's a better rhythm. It seems like the ball goes in. It seems like it's, you know, there's more happiness in the air. And I think the biggest thing to Quade is just keep watching tape with them and stressing the fact that, you know, like you, we obviously need you to score, but we also need you to find guys. And he's had great moments, but like any player, you know, sometimes they just think they got to do it themselves. And, um, you know, knowing that he knows he has some really good plays around him and has to trust them as well as they trust him. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome, Andy. Kim Hey, Coach. Um, just wanted to ask you about the Washington State game where you got down, you mentioned like 10, 12 points, and then it was almost like uh, you hit a boost button or the caffeine kicked in or something. You actually came back to take the lead. You know, what caused the energy to go and then – you know, it just seemed like shortly after that, it just went the opposite way and got turned off. Can you explain that shift a little bit? Well, I think a little bit like we had, we had, you know, we, the energy in the ball, the ball moved, uh, you know, they, they listen, they're, they put the zone on us and that, that kind of hurt us uh, in the sense of, of from rhythm, from a different shot. And we got a couple of really good shots. We just didn't knock them down. And what, the, what we weren't doing that they were doing when we had four perimeter guys in there is we weren't getting the offensive glass where they were getting some second chance points. I think in the first half, Kim, when we came back, it was really good ball movement, guys being in the right spots and guys sharing the ball, as well as we got some stops to be able to get down there and do that. You know, uh, you know that's three or four stops in a row, and that's what we have to be able to do. If you look at the numbers in the first half, we held them to 41% from the field. Uh, they, I don't even know if they made a three in the first half. They just got, you know, off a couple bad possessions, they got we we turned it over twice where they got layups. We we got stolen once and they got a layup, so they got six points off that. And they went to the foul line. That's you know, and and that was off of hustle plays, offensive rebounding, second chance points. That's just what it was. And awesome. uh, so I'm sorry for rambling, but that's <laughs> that was a long answer, Kim. Geez, I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> Hey, uh, just also, um, Eric had really come on in his shooting and it looked like Washington State. Did they really shut him down or did he just have an off shooting night? Or is he getting more attention? I think, you know what, like what happens is in, in, in basketball, it's like anything. 
the game is always evolving and the scouting report is always changing. And if you watched us now, we were shooting hot from the three-point line. We were scoring against man-to-mans. We had great rhythm. And, you know, you go zone, team goes zone, and it's a it's a little bit different of a rhythm of a shot. And, uh, you know, it, we just, you know, Eric's a great shooter. He's going to keep playing really, really well. He just had an off night for sure. I told you imaginary friends are real. This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.